Hi, and welcome to the Celebrating Autism podcast. I am your host, Melanie, and I am a special education teacher, and I also have a master's degree in special education with an emphasis in autism. This is a podcast for teachers, parents, and other professionals who want to learn practical strategies and tools to create a world that caters to all people, including individuals on the autism spectrum. Along the way, you will get to hear some amazing stories that celebrate autism and are guaranteed to put a smile on your face. So let's get started on our journey to making our world a more inclusive place, one strategy at a time, along with improving the lives of people with autism and their families. Today's episode is Distance Learning Part 2. A lot of schools across the country are moving into distance learning until further notice, so I wanted to go into detail on a couple of strategies to get you started. I really hope you find this helpful, especially if you have kids at home who are moving into distance learning. I am sharing these strategies for families who have children with autism at home, but they are also helpful for all families, regardless of if you have a child with special needs. So I really hope you enjoy, and I hope you get a lot out of this. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. So much has changed since schools have closed. I know personally for our district, our school buildings are closed until further notice, and we are moving into distance learning. Um, Instruction is still going to continue, obviously, but it's just going to happen in a different place. So I will be at home delivering instruction and my students will be at home receiving that instruction. Um, I wanted to use this time specifically to explain the difference between distance learning and homeschooling. Um, On social media, I see so many parents uh, starting to talk about homeschooling next week and how stressed and overwhelmed they are. And I just want you to try to take that pressure off yourself um, and not give yourself that label of being a homeschool mom or homeschool dad. We all still very much see ourselves as your children's teacher, and we are putting a tremendous amount of effort into developing distance learning plans and programs that allow all of our kids to continue to learn and grow. Um, There's no doubt that your involvement is going to look different now than it would be if they got to come to our classrooms every day. Uh, But just know that we are still preparing and planning and creating curriculum and the scope and sequence for the year. And you as parents will just partner with us in providing your child with the access and guidance. You being a guide to help your child access all of that is uh, a really important role for you to help us with. So we appreciate all the work that you're doing and how you're helping us as teachers. I talked in part one of this podcast about keeping distance learning fun and light by creating theme days and even making a fort as a classroom for one day. Today, I want to talk more about setting your child up for success while they plan to do uh, their schoolwork at home. The first step to this is making sure your child has a space that either you or your child has picked out for them to do their learning. Uh, Making sure that your child has a say in making the space comfortable for them is going to be so important because they are going to be the ones that are going to use it. It's definitely more engaging for the child to set it up with you so that they will be excited to want to go to their space and do their schoolwork. I know I've set up a little corner of our living room as a home office for me, and I have it all designed the way I want with my whiteboard and my space for my planner and my computer. And I know that I'm excited to come to this space to work because it's different than the couch or the kitchen table where I'm used to eating and This is my office setup. This is where I come to do my work. And then my other spaces are for leisure time or for eating dinner. And it's really nice to have the spaces defined. So when you're setting up 
a space with your child at home where they can learn and do their schoolwork, make sure it's separate from those other common spaces. That way your child can get up and they're excited to go to their space where they know they're going to do their work. Allow your student to make little personal touches to their space. That way it's something that's theirs and they're not sharing it with another family member. It's just for them to do their learning. Another thing is making sure that this space has everything your child needs in order to be ready to learn. So maybe they need access to a device every now and then if they're doing Zoom calls with their teacher or accessing an online learning platform, making sure that the space is going to be suitable for a device, making sure that there's paper and pencil, maybe even some scissors. I don't know if anyone's going to be using scissors, but that's just an example of having everything you need in their space so that they know where everything is and you're not wasting time, you know, running around the house to get that one thing that they're missing. Part of this space that would be really helpful also is if there was an area to post a daily schedule. This is a place where your child can see what they need to do for the day. Maybe they've created the schedule. Maybe you've created it together the night before. And even having uh, boxes on the side where your child can check off activities that they've completed. So this could look like having it on a whiteboard or it could just look like having it on a piece of paper with little boxes next to it that they can check off. That way they see what they're supposed to do and it really just helps figure out where they need to start once they sit down at their space. As we're moving into distance learning, your child might be required to access certain online platforms. So it's going to be really important that you're taking some time to practice using these. I don't know if your child at home is going to be using Zoom or another online platform, but making sure that you are talking to them about some expected behaviors on Zoom ahead of time. And I'm going to be posting on the resources page a really awesome poster-looking PDF of expected behaviors for being on Zoom. So making sure that you and your child know how to access these online platforms so that if your child is working on their own, they're able to get to Zoom on their own without your help because you might be working too and it would be a lot easier if your child could just get on and be independent and know the expected behaviors and get their learning done. So distance learning is an amazing opportunity to allow kids to be more independent and understand how they learn best because as we know, you know, not every person learns the same way. And I read this really interesting article from the New York Post this week about how in the past couple of years, there has been an overwhelmingly large amount of kids who suffer from anxiety disorders because kids are so used to having their whole day micromanaged. And when your day is so micromanaged by your teacher and your parent, there develops this unnecessary anxiety to make a mistake or step outside the box for fear of getting in trouble or getting a bad grade. And when we allow our students to find their own strengths and empower them to figure out how they learn best, We are making them in charge of their own learning, which is ultimately going to increase student engagement. And that's what we all want at the end of the day. We want our students to come to school to be engaged. We want them to be excited. And when our students are engaged and excited about learning, we see a decrease in problem behavior. We see a decrease in anxiety. And we see a decrease in students being withdrawn. They're present. They're ready to learn. They know their strengths. They have discovered what works best for them, and they are getting the opportunity to do that. And with distance learning, we have this opportunity for students to set their own schedule, create a learning space that works best for them, 
And they get to decide when they do math. They get to decide what time they do language arts, when they have a break, instead of being micromanaged by a set school schedule. And this is going to allow our students to really figure out what works best for them. And and in the end, they're going to get the work done. Now, when navigating all of these new routines and technology, please remember to have patience with yourself and your child and your child's teacher. We are all learning together and trying to troubleshoot together. And when things don't go right on the teacher's end, they might not know how to solve it right away and they might need to reach out to somebody to help them to solve it. So please just remember, be patient with yourself, be patient with your child's teacher, always having that calm energy around your child because we've talked in episodes before about how children really feed off of our energy. And when, when we are calm and patient, and then our kids are calm and patient. Let's just remember, give yourself some grace. It's okay to be frustrated and overwhelmed by these new routines. I know that even myself, I've had to do a lot of positive self-talk and just remembering that I'm learning this too. And it's okay. It's new for me. It's new for my colleagues. And we're all getting through it and leaning on each other and being there for each other. I do want to celebrate this week all of my students in my class who I've been connecting with over the past couple of weeks. I miss them all so much. And if you are listening to this or if you're a parent of a student in my class listening to this, you are doing a great job. And this week, I just want to celebrate you. You're doing such an amazing job. I love connecting with you and seeing my students on Zoom and seeing all the fun work they're doing and hearing how they're filling their time. It really makes my week so happy because I miss them all so much. So keep up the great work. We're all in this together and stay safe and healthy. And I can't wait to see you guys when I see you. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm going to be putting up that poster that I mentioned about expected behaviors for Zoom on the resources page of the website. I hope that everyone is doing their best to stay busy and calm in this time. I know that I've been working on a 2000 piece puzzle to stay busy and making sure I'm all set for distance learning with my students. And it's been interesting getting into a new routine, but also trying to make the best of it. If you have any questions about the topics covered in this episode, or you just want to chat, please message me on Celebrating Autism Podcast. I would love to hear from you. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.